Tonight's episode of Birds with Friends is brought to you by Game Time. Okay, folks, time for a little pop quiz. Do you think Eagles tickets are cheaper three weeks or three hours before the game? You can find the answer with Game Time, the ticket buying app that proves patience is more than just a virtue. It can save you some serious cash. Game Time is the leader in last minute tickets. Pick your deal, see the view from where you're sitting, and buy in two taps. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. So download Game Time in the App Store or Google Play, work that clock to your advantage, and score last minute tickets. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bowen Shield in the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bowen coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings i'm gonna have the rest of my life with these kids wow we gotta get that in a drop uh immediately there's no editing no no editing on this podcast the wonderful birds with friends no editing (laughs) hello everybody and welcome to a post-game edition of birds with friends at 9 33 p.m very early on a Sunday evening, Bo Wolf here alongside Zach Berman as we welcome you to the post-capitalism era of Birds with Friends. How are you? Weren't we always capitalists? I, I mean, I, I, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, we were doing Let's this. start with this. How much sleep do you think your boy, Adam Gase, is going to get tonight? This is one that you study the game film. I don't know what it tells you. Like, I could, I could tell him what happened here. Unless he calls up Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning dissects Let's it. Let's hear what you say. Well, like he did. Tell us what happened here then. Get, let's get right to it. The Jets' offensive line is horrible. Their offense lacks creativity. Their quarterback does not help himself whatsoever. <laughs> uh, their, their front seven on def- or their defense actually played solid. The Eagles didn't really help them too much, but... I, I didn't think the Jets' defense was the problem here. Outside of the Eagles' drive, yeah, the Eagles' uh, offense did, you know, was fine, just barely fine tonight. I thought. Well, today. I thought I thought Doug Peterson's uh, quote about the offense was pretty telling. He said, "Sort of average." Yeah, which no, is, I agree with that. Which is yeah, which is accurate. But the story of this game, and I can't wait to read your 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 day after column. It, yeah, it, it was the sacks. We've been on this team now for. Four weeks, four games. Dead last in the league coming into this game. Three sacks And the, the second most pass attempts against them. So it's not like there haven't been opportunities. Sure. And then and they bust out with ten. Ten. A ten-burger. The previous, uh, or the, the, the still franchise record is 11 from a 1991 game, and they also had ten in a 2007 game. Uh, but still, ten sacks. How about, uh, you know, here's my problem, though. It doesn't matter. 
10 sacks doesn't mean anything. Sacks are not what defense <laughs> is all about. It's about it's, it's about hurries. Pressure. It's about pressures. Exactly. It's about getting the quarterback off the spot. Yes. And you know, the Eagles only did that 10 times for tonight as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's a good one. That's what we've been told. That's so what that's what told. that's how I will view. Yeah, no, you can see today sacks really matter, and then also they they force for uh, four turnovers, uh, two defensive touchdowns. They are the two defensive touchdowns. First team in NFL history to have at least ten sacks, one fumble return for a touchdown, and one interception for a touchdown. Wow. First team in NFL history. Is that something that I should be impressed by? I think that's impressive. I guess. Do you not think that's impressive? Well, like, is that more impressive than if, like, both of the touchdowns had been on interceptions? Well, it's just a, it's a stat. <laughs> yeah, it's I, mean, a, I understand. It's, it's I like, a uh, I like, I like a, a historical anomaly, but I don't, I'm not sure that, like, that's something that I should be impressed by. Fair enough. Uh, I was impressed by it. Uh, but I, th- I, I thought that... As well as the defense played, I don't think this was the best performance of the Jim Schwartz era because yeah, you need the to opponent include was, the opponent was a, 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 like a total exactly. a, a team that doesn't belong in the NFL. Like they I mean, couldn't block. It was really <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. I, I, I think I come out of the gate here with a grouse for the New England Patriots because I think we really just we, – we, we don't talk enough. We don't take – we take too much for granted the fact that they have been able to play in the AFC East – for all these years and take advantage of these horribly run franchises. Woody Johnson, like, okay, let's let's hire the guy who we saw stink in the division for several years running. And then, like... What kind of a stat boy correction? Woody Johnson didn't do it. That was his brother who actually oh. was hired. <laughs> Woody is Johnson's good, the ambassador. That's, the, a, that's yeah. a good... Uh, yes. That's a fair correction. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, like, you know, the AFC East... Um, uh, like, they're... Their fetish for bringing in people within the AFC East, <laughs> like the Rex Ryan, right? Going like to. you know, they're going to fire Adam Gase after this year, and then they're going to hire Brian Dable. Like <laughs> it, it's nonstop, and it's it's it, it, it really clouds the uh, in my in my view the dynasty of the Patriots that yeah, they have gotten it, to play with such feckless organization. It doesn't cloud like the Patriots. Who, there isn't, the, but, the, we, but we don't the have the Jets today. Now, I li- now listen, like you know, they are they're down to their third quarterback. But, like, the Dolphins would have blown out the Jets today. And, I like, Adam Gase, what is he bringing to the table? He, he's not, like, designing anything interesting for this guy. He's had, they had, they're coming off a bye. They had two weeks to prepare for this game, and they have this, like, this nothing game plan. He's, he's like, running Le'Veon Bell into the ground. Yeah, so that's What's a good point? point. That's a good point. And, and the thing I kept hearing pregame was that, the Jets are in trouble here because they, they really put this game plan together expecting Sam Darnold to be out there. And Sam Darnold got the first team reps in practice. And I think it's, it's – I don't want to use the term egregious because I, I don't have all the details. I'm not there in the building. But it seems to me to be irresponsible to, like, go into it preparing to well, have a Well, I'll tell you what would have been irresponsible. Been if Sam Darnold had played tonight, he might have died. <laughs> Behind that offensive hit, line, hit quite a bit, we yeah. could have had a death. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, look, he got hit. It, it was. Uh, I just don't know how how you spend a week preparing for a guy who hasn't been cleared yet. <laughs> Come preparing on. for a guy, he, like they. The reports were that Luke Falk didn't get first team snaps this 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 week in practice, right? Which I don't know how you don't do that. Yeah, well, I don't think this game plan would have worked if it was Sam Darnold either. 
well, I, I think Sam Darnold would have been better. I mean, there were yeah, just throws yeah. that Falk made that were, you know. The, yeah, he stinks. I mean, yeah. it's really bad. So the game wasn't always out of hand, you know. It, it, <laughs> I was going to say in the first quarter, it got out of hand pretty quickly. Yeah, it, but uh, look, honestly, the game was out of it's, hand. Or it's like, seven nothing. When, they, when at, Brandon Graham had a sack on the first third down of the game, the game was over. But my point is, is it's seven nothing. The rat midfield. There's a third and one. Yeah, where Ronnie McLeod makes makes a great tackle really nice on, play, on, yeah. on Bell. Um, they go for the fourth and one, and Falk just like telegraphs this pass to, to, to Nate Gary. Now Nate Gary right, made now, a nice well, play, and Graham was in his face. So, yes. uh, yeah. So, but but my point is, maybe if Sam Darnold's out there. It's a different situation there. Yeah, I don't think the score would have been thirty-one to six, but so I look at that. But but the offense, uh, yeah, I, I mean we'll get to the Eagles' offense later. But the Eagles' defense was just just terrific. Yeah. How about my great call of Orlando Scandrick being the X factor of the game? Yeah. Well, listen, you know, I was completely here's, wrong. Here's how the, the here's how the Eagles won this game. This is this was the difference in the game. <laughs> Jamison Crowder, two catches for ten yards. You stop Jamison Crowder, you stop this Jets offense in its tracks. It's true. It was a key matchup, and I kept saying <laughs> Scandrick. I wrote I three did, targets. I did a Q and A with um, three targets or, for Jay Crowder. Um, uh, Connor Hughes, the Jets beat writer, and I did like a game preview. And he asked me for the X Factor, and I said Scandrick. <laughs> I didn't know that he was, he was going to have yeah. two sacks. Uh, I was. Uh, well, how about the person who called uh, Brandon Graham and the uh, Al You Know draft? That's a good one. Mm. You get credit for that. Yeah. I, I wasn't claiming credit, by the way. I, I was, I, I was, I, I was yeah, joking around. Yeah. But uh, Scandrick. Yeah, well. As, I mean, when, when Scandrick was in Dallas, he was always known as a good slot blitzer. Like well, that's something I remember. As we, about. as I said to you, credit to Howie Roseman. He saw that the defensive line was not getting the job done, and so he made a big ticket mid-season acquisition to add an impact pass rusher, and brought in Orlando Scandrick. Well, the rest of the league was probably sleeping during all those Sunday night games that the <laughs> Cowboys were playing that they didn't realize. That's right. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I give Scandrick credit because we were pretty critical of him during the preseason. And clearly, if he was free for four weeks for anyone to sign and no one signed him, sure. it's not like people were knocking down his door to get him. But, but he, he played well tonight, and, or played well today, rather. And Jameson Crowder, I, I, I know we had a good laugh <laughs> the other day, but that is a matchup. That is a tough matchup. And, I get It's not a tough matchup. And, and is Jameson Crowder, I thought, like, is he really one of the 16 best slot receivers in the league? Do you think he's yes. an above average slot receiver? Yes. I'm not so sure. Well, then they I'm not so sure he's a he's a tough matchup. I think he's yeah, I don't think he's an easy matchup. He Look, he had I mean, he, for me and you, for his his first three seasons in, in the NFL, he averaged something like 65 catches. Yeah, but on another garbage offense that had nowhere else to throw the ball. That's not true. They had they had Jordan Reed, who was a Pro Bowl tight end. Yeah, who played three games a year. I mean, they had Deshaun Jackson, who played six games a year. <laughs> we don't need to. They had Pierre. They had Pierre Garcon, who was thirty eight years old. Mm. All right. And they had quarterbacks who couldn't throw the ball Look, outside we, the numbers. We we don't need to get into like the <laughs> two thousand sixteen two thousand seventeen Washington football team here on this on this podcast. My my point is, Scantrick played well tonight. Bro, I think I if think you're, I, were, I think if you're going into a game and the guy you're concerned about on the opposing offense is Jamison Crowder, you're in pretty good shape. Well, the guy you're concerned about is Le'Veon Bell, and oh, yeah. but Bell couldn't run on them, and McLeod 
seemed to shadow him uh, uh, quite a bit, and uh, I, I thought did a good job. We opposing just, we... running backs, opposing lead running backs mm-hmm. against the Eagles this year, a combined 69 carries for 140 yards. Don't try to beat Basically, the Eagles by running. two yards yeah. per carry. It's insane. The only, like, the only big runs they give up are like misdirection plays to non-running backs. Yeah, or, yeah it was McKissick in the... Um, yeah, McKissick. And then today, and, uh, Vincent, Vincent Smith. Someone named Vincent yeah. Smith, yeah, on a touchdown after... I think Malcolm Bonner. said they were late setting up. I think that, that was part of the issue. Yeah, there. I think and Barnett got sucked inside. But, um, but uh, I'll give a, a quick just injury update here. Sidney Jones was active for this game. Uh, Doug Peterson said he was healthy enough to dress... But didn't really practice this this week because they were trying to get him this Sunday, and was a backup for this game. Didn't play a snap. My personal opinion is that it was only for like an emergency situation. They figured they wouldn't need him, um, and they certainly didn't need him. Craig James started at, at one side. I didn't think James played like exceptionally well, but yeah. they really didn't need their corners when the I think yeah, he had like pass one pass playing, breakup. Yeah, I think. the pass rush was playing so well tonight, today. Uh, yeah, and I mean, and listen, there were like there were some of the it, it, there were ten sacks, so there were there were a lot of different types of them. But um, as I looked at them, seven of them were on four man rushes, eight of them by the defensive line. There were the two Scandrick ones, and a few of them were like you know they took forever. So whether they were coverage sacks or just Falk not knowing or not you know not having a good internal clock and holding on to the ball too long, like the the Scandrick touchdown. Like, he was blocked by the tight end mm-hmm. and then just sort of kept going. That ball should have been out. Yeah, um, but, but but I I, I will point out that, that the average uh, yards to go for third down for the Jets tonight, or, or I keep saying tonight, today. Yeah, was, we can say it's – when we record when it's dark, we can yeah, say Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. It was, uh, was, was 7.2 yards, I believe. I have it in, in my observations. But that's – so part of the problem for Adam Gase was that he kept calling, like, first and second right. runs. This game was like the – this was the uh, platonic ideal of a defensive game from Jim Schwartz's standpoint. Exactly. Like, the the opposing offense did exactly what he wanted, which is run on first and second yep. down. They dominated against the run, and then he that allowed everybody to pin their ears back and, exactly. and play on third and long. Like and it, they got touchdowns. Like, this is this is the game that Jim Schwartz has in his sleep. If you put the Eagles in, like, third and three situations, I, I think it's a little different. Right. Um, I just don't know. Uh, you know, I – No, I don't know if Luke, Luke Falk could have completed three-yard, four-yard well, passes on first down, but – I mean, I, I'm not grinding game tape like uh like Greg, Or Greg Cosell, <laughs> yeah. who, you know, credit to him, Andrew Sandejo did not uh, surrender a touchdown tonight. So, at but, least. but my point is, is, is like, you spend, like you said, you had a bye week. You spend two weeks studying this match. Yeah, I mean, come the on. Eagles this played, is what they come out with? Yeah, the Eagles played last Thursday, so they had the whole weekend. Yeah, no too. tricks, no yeah. nothing? It, it, it wasn't like the Eagles played a, a Monday game and they had to scramble. Game. Right. So I just don't know how you spend all that time putting a game plan together. And that's your offensive game plan. Pathetic. Anyone who watches the Eagles for one game could tell you the recipe to to try to beat them. Right. And they just played. It it was like you said. They played right in the Jim Schwartz's hands. Le'Veon Bell, like, there's no way that he's having a better time this year than he did last year when he wasn't playing and still (laughs) making no money. Yeah, I I don't get it. It's just like, what are they doing? He's going to be out of gas by, like, week six. Now they're on their, you know, I keep saying they're on their third string quarterback. If Trevor Simeon's in this game, who knows if it's anything. I, I, I mean, maybe it's a little bit better. But, but still, I mean, they, they were missing two, st- they benched their right tackle. Yep. Uh, 
just completely benched him. He was inactive. It, it, they were just a mess. And that's They're why – but, you know, I – so there's two ways of looking at how this affects your sack numbers. You can say – I was talking to someone after the game who, who said this is going to kind of skew their sack production. So even when they don't produce, you know, it, you'll always have this number to inflate it. But I think that's the way NFL games are. Like they're yeah, you're, over the you're course of the season, that'll even out exactly. That's 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 my point. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this, this is certainly they're not a ten second game team. That's that's for sure. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, and uh, you know, the defense, the, the secondary was fine. But it's not like it's not like the secondary was like locking guys down, and that's no. what led to the pass rush. Like you know, it was. It was Demarius Thomas and uh, and Robbie Anderson and Jameson Crowder, and they were doing nothing. Like <laughs> nothing. Luke Falk right. couldn't throw him the ball. You're right. I, I just I, I think I said this in Friday's podcast, or maybe I said it in a conversation. Uh, it must be so tough for Joe Douglas to watch this this like offensive tough for line. anybody. Imagine no, being, imagine like he, being a Jets fan. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But like from an offensive line perspective, yeah. You know that they're just that. That what do you think is like? A, what's your what is your guess as to what the like, um, the text message from Howie is to Joe Douglas after the game, or like if he sees him in the hallway, it's like, "Hey, good effort out there." Or like, what's like what's the most uh, sort of demeaning thing he could say? Buy ties a free it's, agent in <laughs> the year, sign to a big deal, so I get a comp pick. Okay, back. Get, why don't I just trade for him now? Drew, Drew. Hey, listen. I know you guys are banged up, but you know you got a you got a quarterback to protect. If you want if you want to make an offer for Big V, you know, shoot me a text. Safe safe drive home. Right. Or um, uh, I thought I thought you guys really played hard. <laughs> Which is something like that. I you probably just kind of don't. You don't you don't, you don't text tonight. It's like <laughs> you know you. Yeah, but what if they saw each other in the in the hallway? That's a good question. I, I, I don't know. Good, good luck getting uh, Sam back. You probably... Hope that spleen gets better. It's probably a food joke somewhere. Mm. You know? Okay. Safe drive home. Stay safe. Stay healthy. That's what they... That's, you know, that's what everybody <laughs> they says. Say, stay healthy. Yeah. Stay healthy. Yeah. Well, good luck. Uh, okay, before we get to... Is there anything else on the defense? No, I mean, we can go... So, I mean, three sacks for Brandon Graham. Yeah. Uh, that's nice. And, By the way... And what's, it, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say they rushed him from the interior. Well, all three of his sacks came from the inside. Why didn't they do this week two? Well, why didn't they do this week two? But also, Zach, I got to say, this goes back to why I think that having the big offseason acquisition to the defensive line, what you thought the, the panacea was going to be, be Malik Jackson, was so silly to begin with. Because First of all, I didn't think he was, he was not, not you. I, know, oh, okay. I mean, uh, that, yeah. that being the, the general team. Yeah. Um, because yeah, sure, Malik Jackson's a good interior pass rusher, but that's not that wasn't like the hole that needed to, the idea. The selling point was okay. This allows Brandon Graham to go on the outside, but then you're then like taking away one of the things that makes one of your best players his best. Like that's what he does very well. I agree. And, I, and so like, why were you? Why was the plan to take that away? And I, I just thought it was like it was teed up for them after Jackson got hurt. Right. Put Graham inside, and they 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 get cute. They start putting Josh, Josh Sweat, Sweat yeah, inside. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's almost like it, it. It makes such little sense that you're you wonder if it was like I don't know was that part of the Brandon Graham contract negotiations that he didn't want to play inside? But it doesn't seem that way to me because I think he I think he likes rushing from the inside. I think he likes sacks. And three sacks. All three of his sacks came a, from the inside. He had tonight. nine and a half sacks as a, a yeah. in 2017. 
as primarily a third down interior rusher. I it just goes back to what I said. Like I'm not patting ourselves on the back, but sometimes these 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 coaches they say, well, you're not there at you know 2 a.m. watching right. a game. You know, I've for Doug say that before, and and it's like I can tell you watching this personnel that. They're they're best with Brandon Graham rushing from the interior. Once Jackson went down, I I didn't get it against the Falcons. I didn't get it against the Lions. No, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So yeah, so that was interesting uh, and and good. I think that's a, a, probably a positive sign. Uh, now of these ten sacks, Fletcher Cox did not have any, um, and the guys in the in the locker room were trying to give him a lot of credit, and they were, uh, which is, I think is fair, and, yeah. and you know a lot of, a lot of the matchups do come because they're they're tilting things toward Fletcher Cox although he was not like you know double teamed on every snap tonight mm-hmm. uh for instance Josh Sweat's snack uh, sack came because Fletcher Cox had a one-on-one and bowled the guy right into Luke Falk and then he moves to the side and Josh Sweat cleans it up um and they were also did he look, did, did he look at Neil Hunter ass coming around the edge well he, he came on the inside so maybe not so much but Neil Hunter is a very versatile player there so. well that's right just like Josh Sweat um <laughs> And, you know, Vinnie Curry was saying that a lot of, you know, there were some some sacks on, like, stunts and twists in this game, and Fletcher Cox is the one who's calling those when he's on the field. So, you know, those are nice things, but it, it would have been probably good to, to see him get a sack. But I do think this was his best game of the season. However, the same caveats against the worst offensive line he's played all year. So, You play who's on your schedule. Okay. I know you hate that expression. Just like, uh, who did UCLA have this week? Do we need to go down this path? Who did they play? They, who was I'm on the schedule? I'm not a UCLA fan. No, you just you're a fan of their head coach. You know, maybe not personally, but you think he is a good head coach. They played Oregon State. Mm. They lost 48-31. Mm. That's tough. Nobody, but nobody. You know, Chip's one and five right now. <laughs> he's not doing too hot. He's doing better than Adam Gase though. Too hot. That's debatable. No, like Adam Gase's record. He, oh, well, yeah. yeah they're true. 0-4. So do you think Gase is going to sleep tonight? Maybe he should go, like, just find a... Uh, he should sleep more, yeah. you know, I think he should. I think he should find a uh, in a uh, hospital and witness some births tonight just so he can catch <laughs> up on all that he's missed. I don't know if he needs to do that. Um before we get to the offense, uh, I think we, we should uh, we should talk about what happened after the game uh, because I didn't I, I'm I'm sitting you know transcribing, uh, going through the locker room quotes, and I see on the far side I see you sort of walking around, milling about uh, out out by like the food area, and then I noticed that like a few minutes later you're still over there and and you're like over by the trash can. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, I I sort of hear what's going on, and all these people are coming to help you. I'd like to hear the uh, how things went from your perspective. I was throwing away a cup, uh, so I I wasn't even like indulging in the post game food. Mm-hmm. So I was throwing away a cup, and my wedding band, wedding ring. What, what would you call it? Band ring. I would say band. I would say ring. I think, ring. but yeah, whatever you call I, it. Yeah, I have no. You can call it. Slid off my finger. Wow! <laughs> into the trash can. And uh, I have you been like, losing weight in your fingers? So it's it's always been a, a little big. Okay. And I I I when I got it, it was like a hot summer day. So I, I don't know if if okay. like if that had anything to do with it. But it, it's 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 always been slipping off. Um, 
like if I throw a football or like play basketball or something, okay. I I if I do pop a shot, I did pop a shot with you yeah. in, in Wisconsin, and I need to take it off. Interesting. Otherwise, when I shoot, it'll it'll come off. And for about two years now, well, I say for about two years now, like I know when I got married, <laughs> longer than two years. But for 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 nearly yeah for well, tough to be a lefty with the ring on the left. Yeah. Side, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's not tough. But it's like, um, for for the entire time of of my marriage here, okay, mm-hmm. for three plus years, okay, <laughs> um, I've uh, I, I, my wife has has been telling me you need to get this resized, mm-hmm. and like the idea of going to a jewelry store is like torture for me. Okay. Um, except why? What's that? Why? Uh, brings back bad memories. <laughs> Why? I shouldn't even say bad memories. I just, I'm, I'm not like a jewelry guy. And when you have to get those, the, you know, mm. the ring for the, for the, it's just, it's like. For your future wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to come out wrong. My wife's going to listen to this tomorrow. And she's really not going to like that expression. Um, Why? What? Future wife? No, no, no. That I was complaining about uh, going to the, <laughs> to to the, the jewelry, jewelry store. store to get. No, it was, a, it was an amazing thing to go for. I, I just. I don't like go- – I'm an online shopper as it is. Like I, I don't like going into yeah, – into- something like that. You I don't like going into the stores. See how it feels. So, um, yeah. So I, I do need – so anyways, to get back to the original thing. So it slid off. And then you have a, a decision to make. Okay? Do you rummage through the trash can? Do you just kind of like, you know, <laughs> do you uh, throw your cards in and be like, all right, let's, let's figure it out? I have to go and get it. What was it. your initial reaction when you knew that it went in? Oh, oh beep, you know. <laughs> okay. And you saw, so I I took the, it's a tall trash can, and mm-hmm. I took the chair so I could look in. Yeah, that was a funny, that was a yeah. funny visual. And then there were people there trying to, and then everyone there who, who walked by had the same reaction. They're like, first they, they want to help you. Right. And then they look inside that trash can, right. and they're like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> 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 like, Wish I could help, um, but no. The, the 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 guys working here uh, were really nice, and they. What uh, was inside there? What, what what kinds of things were you dealing with? Paint the picture for us. All the food that was consumed. <laughs> okay, like I enjoy soft pretzels. All right, I don't. Wanna, I I guess a lot of people who come here don't because they take like two bites out of the soft pretzel and then just. So there's that. There's. I mean, you feel bad with all the wasted food. We're really going deep on this tangent, by the way. But yeah, no, so we took the trash can out. We went to the back room. I okay. didn't want to bother anybody. And I was prepared to... Rummage through? Yeah. But it seemed what, like this went pretty quickly. Yeah, because it just, it just went to the bottom of the bag. Uh, so then once we opened the bag, because when it was in the trash can, you right. couldn't see the bottom. Sure. We took the bag out. You could see it, right. and then it was just a matter Thankfully, of. Thankfully, it was a clear trash can. You just had to play slalom with the mustard and the Bag. soda and all the all the okay. all the stuff. Um, but I, I got the ring, and I'm wearing it now, and uh, all was all all. You're still was, married. Well, happily, okay. Yes, I Luckily. can I can I, I this only occurred to me just now, but can I can I mention something? And this may be calling you out. I didn't. I, I saw you. You were you walked out very happily with the ring on your finger didn't seem to me that you necessarily washed the ring. <laughs> I wiped the ring. I didn't wash it. I wiped okay. it. I wiped it. No, I, I didn't, like, soak it underwater. Okay. Should I have done that? Yeah, probably should have. Maybe. You got, a, you got a, a garbage ring on now. 
No, I I like took a napkin and like okay, yeah. All right, that's not but, so bad. Yeah, so I did that. Okay, um, but uh, so so that's that's what happened. I appreciate uh, the person working here who helped me out. Listen, uh, nice late press conferences on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Maybe you could use one of those mornings to uh, get that bad boy refitted, so you don't get in this situation again. I, I am going to need to get it refitted because I think as I I texted my wife to just warn her this was going to be a podcast subject <laughs> uh, and explain what happened and she and she laughed and I think she can't wait to hear your commentary because she she really enjoys your commentary about me, <laughs> um, but she also like implied or. It it wasn't even implied. It was it was very much like directed that like this is the last struggle. You gotta, <laughs> like you got to get this thing fixed. Well, yeah, because, it could have happened anywhere. Yeah. So I was I was in Indianapolis for the um, the week two game. No, the preseason game. Week three preseason in two thousand and sixteen, and I was um, at the NCAA Hall of Fame or. Hall of Champions, it's called. Okay. Uh, and they have all these exhibits, you know, like you throw the football, you shoot the basketball. And I was throwing, I was, I was throwing the football, and uh, I'm, I'm left-handed, and I threw, and, and this was early on in my, mm-hmm. in my marriage, um, and so I, uh, I threw the football, and the ring went flying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. You know, the same reaction I had tonight. That's so funny. And, um, and I'm, like, crawling on the floor. It's, it's, I'm, like, crawling on the floor trying to find it because um, it, like, went far. Uh, and so that, should be, that, uh, that was August 2016. We are now in October 2019. Probably should have gotten you had this. A good, you had a good run. Yeah, so I need to get this. Uh, but haven't lost it. That's good. I like yeah. that. My dad uh, lost his ring. When he was uh, scuba diving. Oh, really? Yes. A long time ago. Got it. You know, got, he just, it was gone forever. And he got a new one. So at least you, you, at least you did better than him. I should get, like, what the players have, like the silicon ones. Yeah. You're not, you're not doing that much, like, manual labor <laughs> that you need to worry about that. Uh, All right, let's get back I, to I've been meaning game. to show this to you. My sister, who's left-handed, uh, was enjoying your complaint about pencils. Oh, um, and desks from the left-handed side, and she got this the other day um, as a present. It's a it's a left-handed notebook. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So there you go. That, what's your what's your, so what? It, how does the lefty thing affect your notebook choice as a reporter? Yeah, we're we're really rolling here. We're, no, I use one with the spiral at the top. Oh, at the top. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that is smart. Except, um, but. As you well know, my favorite notebook is from the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. That one's a, yeah. Yeah, and so what I do is I actually write it from the other side. Oh, okay. So the spiral would be on the right. So oh, you do? You flip it around. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I mean, the Senior Bowl notebook's the best in the game. Yeah, it's great. All right. <laughs> uh, back to how, the, how long was that tangent? Impossible to say. Okay. Back to the offense. Um, so the offense drives right down the field, a nice touchdown drive on their first drive of the game. And then they just sort of sputter the rest of the day. I mean, they so so thirty-one points, fourteen of them from the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's seventeen points from the Eagles' offense. As uh, Justin Turner hits a three-run home run to give the Dodgers uh, an eight-two lead. Uh, not a great day. Not a great day from the offense. But I, I find it hard to get too concerned because you really like you knew from. 
the first quarter of this game that the Jets had no chance. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to. I know that the, I know that this is their job, but like, it, it was fine. This game, this game was a nothing. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the offense uh, missed some opportunities, but you can't kill them because they looked so good last week. I thought that, like, you've seen them. If, if yeah. this was like a three game, four game trend, yeah. But the way they played last week, I, I think should should give some optimism. They didn't run the ball especially well, though. Jordan Howard did. Miles Sanders didn't. Um, the but thing he was that a killed them, in the passing game. He had a nice uh, yeah. wheel route. The thing that killed them, um, and this is what, what Doug Peterson was especially vexed about after the game, uh, the penalties. And so there was a sequence that I wrote about here that uh, kind of showed what the issue was. And so it, it was in the second quarter. The Eagles start the drive at the Jets' 49-yard line. Okay, You would think you start at the 49-yard line – you're, you're going to get at least three points, yeah. all right? Uh, Wentz completes an 11-yard pass to Matt Collins in second and 10, negated by a Darren Sproles chop block, all right? So now you're – so instead of first and 10 at the 38, you have a second and 25 from your own 36. Then on the next play, Wentz completes a short seven-yard pass to Dallas Goddard. Third and 18 is still a bad situation, but you know what's worse than third and 18? Second and 30. Um, they're in second thirty. Yeah, they ended up punting the ball two plays later, but they totaled negative twenty-two yards on that drive. Uh, th- that can't happen, and it, it, it's just—it's yeah, not good. Yeah. So penalties. It's two weeks in a row that penalties have, have, have been a problem. You can't say it's killed them both times because they won both games, but they need to fix it. They need to correct it. And uh, as Doug Peterson said, "quote The penalties just put us in too many long situations today." Second and long, third and long. Yeah, I think that's about right. On two of the Eagles' five third down attempts of 10 yards or longer, there were penalties on the drive that pushed them back, and it could be considered three of five because the Eagles were pushed back from a third and 13 to a third and 18 after a false start. All right. So just some, yeah. That's good. That's Yeah, Eagles five of 13 on third down in this game, not great. Mm -hmm. But red zone, they were two of three. Yeah. And, and that was bad. Again, I find it hard to, like, uh, this was not a good offensive game for them, really, but. Best play really of the offense today was Carson Wentz saving them 20, uh, 22 yards. I totally agree. Yeah. What a good play that was. Him and Matt Collins. Heads up, yeah. Yeah. Bad snap by Jason Kelsey. I guess he didn't uh, fully understand his dad's strength yet. As, uh, <laughs> you love that joke. Alex Smith you, said, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, like way over his head, mm-hmm. but in a, a very nice play to recover it and throw it uh, at Matt Collins' feet. Mm-hmm. And then they score a touchdown two plays later. And then um, the second best play, or the uh, the touchdown to Ertz, when Ertz is 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 lined up by himself on the on the backside of the formation, as I was talking to him about after the game, it's like he, he's he says he's so comfortable there. Um, it's just it's it's like a money formation for the Eagles. Do you think there is any time in his career in which Nelson Aguilar has been targeted by a pass that fell incomplete that wasn't a penalty in his mind? Um, yeah, I imagine so. Okay. But not often. The one in Atlanta, did he call his, for a penalty there? His, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. But his, his bow football focus uh, complaints per target, I believe he leads the league. There was the, the one tonight. Well, there were a couple tonight. 
this afternoon, whatever you want to say, but the deep one that was missed in which the Eagles challenged for offensive pass interference. And, uh, you know, it looked like it looked like ticky tack illegal contact, but you can still track the ball and go like. Yeah, he, know, he didn't even track it in the air, but yeah. Should you be able to challenge for illegal contact, you think? No, you shouldn't be able to challenge for any of these garbanzo okay. beans things. Okay. It's a waste of time. I mean, it's it's a valid opinion. Carson Wentz stopped on a sneak for the first time in a while. Yeah, so... I believe this is only the second sneak in which he's been stopped in his career. I know you had, what was it, 20, 25 of 28? Yeah, but on, the, on but, one yard But rushes. those are just one yard rushes. Yeah, I think it, rushes. this is only the second sneak. So, uh, uh, And it looked like he did actually get it. It was just a bad spot. But Maybe Alshon should have stepped back. That's right. That's so uh, the joke there, or not the joke, the reference there... It is Peyton Manning had uh, the detail on ESPN Plus where he went through Carson Wentz's game against the Packers and had a lot of good insight. And, and something that I, that he pointed out on the sneaks, he said that the receivers take a step back, and the reason they do that is so the side judge can spot the ball bet, most yeah. accurately. And good plan, and they didn't do it this time. <laughs> and Alshon didn't do we it. We watched him, yeah. Yeah, so perhaps uh, perhaps that's what happened. Perhaps so. Um, so tell me this. How does this change at all your opinion of the Eagles as they go into the three-game road trip? Road trip. You, uh, you said you would have taken four and four last week. Mm-hmm. Would you still take four and four? Would you take a one and two road trip? I would. I mean, I, I, I don't think that's ideal. Or I, I don't even think, you know, I, I think you'd, you'd want two and one. Yeah. Three and O is a, uh, a tough task to ask for. Sure, all three of these teams have winning records, but yeah. I think if you can get to four and four when five of your games are on the road, um, and then you have a, sh- I just think there's a lot of wins in the back half of the schedule. But I would not take. But five and three. Four and four. But the only the only caveat I would say is, if it's four and four, but the one win is over the Cowboys, that's different. Okay. Because of the implications in the division. Sure. So the combined record of the Eagles' next six opponents is 22-8. and eight. The combined record of the Eagles' final five opponents, 7-17. Seven so my point is, is if you can get to like 4-4, four and four, and then you can steal one of that Patriots, well, the Patriots-Seahawks-Bears, or, or, or no, there's a three-game stretch there. So if, if, if you can win two of those three at home. Sure. Okay? So then you have, so then you're what... You know, going into the last five games, you have six wins. Um, I think you can win. You can go four and one in the last five, you get, and that gets you to ten wins. I think they're going to go two and three on this road trip. I think they're going to beat the Cowboys. Two and three. Uh, two and one. Sorry. Okay, two and one. I think they're going to beat the Cowboys and then split the Vikings and Bills games. Bill, yeah, the Cowboys that. have the Jets next week, so they're going to be like. They're going to think that they've solved everything by winning that game, mm-hmm. and you know they've they've gotten everything under control, and then uh, come and smell themselves a little bit too much before that Eagles game. I mean, it's it's a tough stretch, and the uh, yeah the NFL schedule makers. This so the Eagles are the only team in the NFL with three true road games back to back to back. Interesting. Uh, That's not great. It's there not- are teams like like the Raiders are gone for like five weeks, right? But they're playing in neutral site games where they're the okay. home team. Uh, the, maybe there's like a yeah. there's like a, a so, bus trip for someone else or something like that. Maybe 
No, no, no. Just like where oh, they're oh, the, they're, they're the only ones with real three straight road games. Road where they're the road opponent. Yeah. That's bad. Uh, this is according to Peter King. Okay. Um, I, I hope I'm quoting him correctly here, but uh, this was when Peter King reported that the reason that the Eagles have the this three game stretch on the road. Oh, that's right. Is because the schedule makers were expecting the Philadelphia Phillies and Bryce Harper to be that was dumb. in the playoffs. Which is, you know, that's really silly. They've 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 had multiple events in this complex before, and I think you can figure it out. Like there's there's yeah, enough parking. It's not that here. hard. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Zach, but there was a uh, story that was brought to my attention on Pro Football Talk. The headline: Golden Tate unhappy with lack of production. In his first game back. His first game back with the Giants, he's already um, complaining. He's already whining. I, I would need to see the quote. You know, I, I would need to see the context of... of, of I'm sure he's there. making all kinds of reasonable excuses. So he was targeted six times, three catches, 13 yards. Percy Harvin's going to throw him and punch him into a dumpster. <laughs> I think it was a laundry basket. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. It was a laundry basket. Yeah, yeah I mean... What a loser. He's not a loser, Golden He's Tate. a loser. He's not a loser. Third-round pick. It was a bad trade. I agree with that. He's a loser. But it's not Golden Tate's fault there. That's, that's... I disagree with Well, the trade's not his fault, but him not being good is his fault. I think he's good at football. I mean, I think No, that's... I disagree with that. Okay. Well, Once well, upon well, a time, he was adequate. Adequate. Better than adequate, but okay. Disagree. Um, you know what? Oh, I would like to uh, call on the listeners to give us a name for this. Uh, this is a, a, a thing that I enjoy in a football game when I told Zach this today. When consecutive snaps are taken on the same yard line but on different sides of the field. So, like, if you get a eight-yard gain from the 46 to the 46, mm-hmm. love that. What's, what's a good what's a You good went from the 49 for to the 49 today. That yeah. was, yeah. It's like what is that like a like a, a mirror play uh, something? Give me I'd like a good name for that play. I would need to think hashtag that. hashtag BWF mirror play. Mirror Give us play. a name for okay. that. Uh, well, I, I learned a new uh, you know how you know you go through life thinking that a song lyric is one thing and you yes. find out it's another one. Yes. Today, I've, I found out today in the Beastie Boys song "Girls." How, what's the tune of that? Girls. <laughs> All I really want is... You know that one. Go on. Okay, well, anyway. The Jets have a player named Marcus May, and I was thinking to myself, Jack and Mike D to Marcus May. Except I found out that it's... I'm so lost in this conversation. It's Jack and Mike D to my dismay. I thought it was... I always thought it was Jack and... It's Jack. It's Jackin'. (laughs) Jackin'? Yeah. Like J-A-C-K-I-N? Correct. Jack and Mike D to Marcus May. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's just going through the yeah, yeah, just yeah, going through my my notes here. You lost to me there. Um, Nelson Aguilar had a fumble. Yes, <laughs> out he of did. bounds. Um, I like your sketches, by the way. Is that a pizza? That's a pizza. This was uh, this morning. Uh, Casey and I were drawing on my notebook. Wow. I drew him a slice of pizza, and he immediately then started asking for pizza, which put me in a bind. And so I went into the fridge and. Gave him a slice of leftover pizza. There you go. It's, it's good you had it handy. He really, he really won that interaction. 
I should have drawn something else. Um, okay. When we didn't talk anything about Carson Wentz, how did you think he played today? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I thought Carson uh, did enough. Made some. He made a few smart plays. Did not throw an interception. His interception rate through five games right now is one point two percent. Or I'm sorry, one point one percent. I believe, which is the best of his career, uh, and it would be one of the top 20 in all time in NFL if, if he stays on this rate. So I give him credit there because I thought the only way the Eagles were losing this game is if they turned the ball over, uh, and Carson did a good job there. He made a really nice play when he ducked underneath a pass rush. Oh, yeah, so it was a very nice play. Start of the, yeah. start of the third quarter. I thought... Um, when the Jets, the play you were referencing with Aguilar, when Aguilar couldn't get under it, I thought he made a, n- a nice throw there uh, against the picket fence defense. Uh, I didn't think he was outstanding, but I, th- I thought he was good enough. Uh, took a few hits that he probably doesn't, he probably doesn't need to take, but I give Carson credit because he's he's like he's he's doing enough to win, you know, and he's not. Uh, yeah, he. I I think Carson's having a good season. Although, I said on this podcast a few times during the preseason that I thought like there was only it was either going to be Carson's outstanding or Carson's injured, mm. and I don't think Carson's like been outstanding this year, but I, I think he's been good to very good. He's been very good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Any other thought, big picture thoughts on this game? Uh, that. It'd be great if they could play in the, in the, in the AFCs for the Eagles. If they, I mean, that'd be great. When you look at the Dolphins, the Jets, like although the Bills are four and one, the Bills are tough. And yeah. playing in the NFC, really good defense. Is, playing in the, in the NFC isn't all that bad. I mean, Washington is is a joke right that's now. That's a fair point. And the Giants aren't like this real. Nah, formidable. that's a good point. Yeah. So Eagles fans can't really complain about that. But um, my point of this this Jets team is. They're just in bad That shape. was ugly. I mean, it was like yeah. it, it, that was their fourth preseason game. Was that the worst roster. team you've seen? Uh, that that 49ers team from 2017 was, yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah. At least they had Matt Breida. <laughs> I mean, C.J. Beathard was like. That was ugly. That yeah. Broncos team was pretty bad, too. That Broncos team was good. They but, just played better. Oh, that's right. Their defense was actually They were number one. They were yeah, number one right. in the league against the Rush. You're right. They couldn't stop J.J. Yeah, that's right. You're right. But they were starting Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Well, the Bears team that they played. That was a bad team, too. Yeah, that was a bear. A Biscuit bear as a rookie. Team. What's that? Biscuit as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Was it? Yes. It w- I think it was, yeah, right? It, it was. You're yeah. correct. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Um, okay. If you've got nothing else, I want to end with a new segment. Yes, let's do it. Okay. You know, we do the grouse after the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's time that we do something a little bit more positive in the postgame I shows. like that. I'm rubbing off on you. We'll, we'll see about that. Okay. Uh, and so this is to recognize people in the greater Birds with Friends universe who have accomplished something uh, worth laud, lauding, something laudable. Okay. Okay. So I've got I've got this? two uh, initial inductees into the Wing of Honor. The Wing of Honor. I like that. You like that? Yes. Uh, the first sophomore Princeton wide receiver Dylan Classy. 
Princeton went to the game yesterday against Columbia, 14-10 in the second half, third and long. Classy runs a little, uh, little corner route, diving catch on third and long to uh, huge play in the game. Princeton goes down, scores a touchdown, end up winning 21-10. Beautiful play. Love to see it. That's it. So, yeah, so... Uh, it was a fast vertical stem. No, I Diving look. catch. I've, I loved I, it. I like, uh, I like Coach Flynn's work. I enjoy listening to him on the podcast. Um, I respect what he's doing, although I got to say that I'm more of a Penn guy than a, than a Princeton guy. Mm, so. Wow. The feud between you and Coach Flynn. <laughs> there's no feud. Continues there's, it festers. There's no feud. You disagree, I just, you disagree with the correct math on when to go for two. And now wait, you say a, that. I, now you say that. I check that out. Now you um, flip a bird at Princeton. This is going to get ugly. Not flipping. I'm just saying that, like, I, I, I mean, I, I, I know some people in the Penn football program. Like, I'm, I'm, uh. I'm going to. I'm Princeton is the official football team of Birds with Friends. Of you, of, like you're the host, but yeah, uh, I have yeah. that. I have that power. She will. She will back me up on this. Oh well, let's see. I mean, I mean, Princeton's the better team. I, I think to say, but November 23rd, it's Penn versus Princeton at Franklin know. Field. Could be fun. Yeah, the Quakers are one and two right now, but they lost 28-27 to Delaware on week one. Lost the Dartmouth. What did De- what did Delaware? What's that? What did Delaware? What did Delaware? Yeah. Oh. What did Delaware? Okay. Idaho, I, I Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's the next person? But but no. Uh, it's, it sounds like you really liked this uh, wide receiver. So it's a great play. Big play in the game. Mm-hmm. Fun atmosphere mm-hmm. at Powers Field. Casey had a good time. Uh, our second inductee into the inaugural class of the uh, Wing of Honor. Listener Kieran. No one thought it was plausible that he was going to be able to make it into the regionals of the Spelling Bee. But he dug down into his reservoir of knowledge and pulled it out. So shout out to Kieran. Graduations, Kieran. Big effort. Big effort. How did you feel about the Wing of Honor? I like the segment. Okay. Also, shout out to uh, Destiny downstairs at the media check-in who told us that she was, uh, she was a big fan. Appreciate it. Great name, too. Destiny Viewow. Viow. <laughs> yes, there were, I think you may have missed this last year. There was a, I probably did, there was yeah. a brief typo in the media guide pronunciation oh. Oh, okay. at the beginning of training camp, and it seemed like, they, like Destiny Viow had... Come clean that the actual <laughs> pronunciation of his name was Viewow. Okay. And it, it turns out that they just accidentally had a W in. Didn't miss that. That might have been in like, in like minute 58 of a podcast. That, yeah. That's okay. You don't have to pretend that you listen to every episode before you, uh, before you I didn't listen to every show. episode. I, I did listen, but um, my commute is, uh, is like a 20 minute commute. Mm. And so I, I, I usually try to stick within that. Rodney McLeod had an interception. I think you can make a good case that he's the, the defensive player of the year for the first five games of the season for Abs- the Eagles team. Absolutely. Uh, he, he's been really good this year. Only played three games last season, showing how valuable he is, and he's, he's really going to get paid if he keeps this up. We should, we should, uh, we should briefly mention Darren Sproles uh, leaves this game with an injury, 
Was there an update from Doug Peterson? Not about Sproles. This no. was after he uh, cl- finally climbed to fifth in the all-time, all-purpose list. Uh, but then a, uh, a bungling of a punt return by Corey Clement looked like he thought it bounced off of Ryan Lewis's body, and so he went for it. It looked on the replay like it may not have, mm-hmm. um, but certainly he thought that that's what the case was. So probably both of them at fault, but also, you know, don't do that. He got benched. He got benched. Nelson Aguilar came in. Yeah. When so. you want a shorthanded punt returner, you go with Nelson. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, you know you've done a bad job when they, they're trusting Nelson Aguilar to hold on to the ball instead of you. Uh, Nelson was, was, was dynamic at USC returning. But if, if I, I got to look up my notes. I remember him saying that he, like, he didn't want a punt return. He wanted a kick return. That's interesting. Like much preferred, yeah. Unless it was the other way around, but I, I really believe it was. Well, that's a good insight. <laughs> no, but there was one where, where he was just like, "No, I don't." And yeah. I think it was punt returns because he was talking about like all the bodies flying around you, like that. Interesting. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I mean, in kick returns, there are big hits, but you do see everything in front. Yeah, of you. I think it was. It was more just. Yeah, I, I think it was. It was that. So I'd as, have to look at my notes. As I would I, know, as a longtime return man, I'm joking. It's that's like I have no. I would have no idea. What that massive humanity? Well, that like. was one of my takeaways from like the Peyton Manning thing. Was was I? Th- I think I know a lot about football, and I mean, I do this professionally. You're a football guy. I talk to these guys often, and I I, I watch I watch the game multiple times. Um, but uh, there are things that, like Peyton Manning was pointing out that I'm like I never realized that. So. Did he say he thought he thought Joshua was more of an Everson Griffin than a Daniel Hunter? <laughs> no, he, he he did not discuss uh, Joshua, but I'm a big Peyton Manning, big Peyton Manning guy, and a big Joshua guy. I don't, I don't know about that, but all right. Why don't we close? Set us up for what we need to pay attention to over the next. Yes, few days. I like these questions. Okay, here we go. So the Eagles return. Well, they're off Monday. They return Tuesday to prepare for the Vikings. Uh, Doug Peterson will speak at noon on Monday. Not really any big news that will need to come out of this. How do you incorporate Golden Tate more into the <laughs> game plan? Uh, the uh, I, I think the big question this this week is going to be Deshaun Jackson's status. It's been now since week two that he's been out. You're going into week six. Um, they they really need him. The Eagles Changes only the attempted, offense. according to, uh, and I'll give credit to where I got this from, NFL Next Gen Stats. The Eagles only attempted two passes of over 15 yards today. Okay. Uh, so you could one say part of that. One to Aguilar, and I think there was one to Ertz, maybe. That was yeah, so like you a, can say part of it was just playing cover two, but still, I think you can attack. Yeah. You know, so, the, so they really missed a Sean. Uh, that's going to be a big question this week. My guess is Sidney Jones is in better shape next week. Uh, we'll see about Avante Maddox. He's still wearing a neck brace. I would be surprised if he plays next week. Um, some other big topics this week. The Eagles returning to Minnesota for the first time since the Super Bowl. And from what I understand, the best Birds with Friends in history. Is that correct? That's not for us to say. That's up to the listeners. But uh, if, if one wanted to read about what, you know, what the Eagles went through in order to get to the Super Bowl, where could they read such a thing? I appreciate you asking. They could read Underdogs, the Philadelphia Eagles' emotional road to Super Bowl victory. Available wherever books are sold. And there's 
the whole fight. Like the mall? Could I buy it at the Mall of America? That's a good question. Um, I have a friend in in uh, in in Portland who which Portland in Portland, Oregon, mm. uh, who uh, saw it in, on a bookshelf in, in in Portland, which like I was nice. I I was really grateful. Was for. Was it the famous one? The famous bookstore in Portland. Maybe What's so. What's it called? Uh, I, I, how do you not know this? This is a thing right up your alley. I've never been to Portland. Oh. So I've What's always wanted to go. Um, but no, but, but the – so I have a whole thing in the book on uh, – I know that listener Anonymous J is uh, on yelling their trip to Minnesota and, and staying there. And right now. I was – I'm curious actually. Do you think Doug will put them in the same hotel? For, like, superstition purposes? No. Because it's, like, ineffective for them to stay. Powell's. Powell's. Okay, I'll find out. But, um, yeah, so so, the, so they stayed at the Mall of America there, the Radisson Blue. Over under .5 trick plays for the Eagles in this game. Does he dust off a uh, Minneapolis special? Ooh. Yes. One. You think so? Okay. One. Yeah, one like trick that. play. Yep. Uh, the Vikings got back on track today against the Giants. What are you doing? The, the he's and, and, and Bo's referencing the Nationals Dodgers game, not me talking about uh, Kirk Cousins and and the Vikings. But they got but they got back on track today. Adam Thielen, after Kirk Cousins apologized to him, uh, had a big game. Adam, I'm, I'm so sorry for not getting the ball. You you're absolutely right. You're open. It's on me. It's it, this is my mistake, and I will do my best to get you the ball. Kirk Cousins went 22 of 27 for 306 yards and two touchdowns Against today. One of the worst defenses in football. That's a good game, though. Adam Thielen had seven catches for 130 yards. Diggs had three catches, 44 yards, four targets. I was. I think we're gonna know who's gonna get apologized to this week. I was briefly reading that. So he got asked, "Do you want to stay?" In Minnesota, and he said yes, but he winked as he said it. So, but I, and then I also read that, that he, he, winks, he a winks a lot. Yes, yeah. yeah, so uh, so that's the big thing. But no, uh, Dalvin Cook is playing really well this season. Yeah, he had another big game today. Um, some history there at the Eagles, but that's that's uh, yeah. But that offensive line still not that good. I, I know you're not a big fan of their first round pick. Yeah, well, I mean, generally, I don't think you, I, I don't think it, an old center is the right use of resources with a top twenty pick. But you know, I only, I'm only judging that based off of the history of the league. Fair enough. But uh, we'll have a lot of discussion about the Vikings this week. Sure. Okay. I guess that's all I got. The Eagles win thirty-one to six against one of the worst teams you'll ever see in your life. Uh, for Zach and Sheil and Luke Falk, I'm Bo, and as always, we love you.